Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. So Kate and I are starting this episode with you very transparently that we can't believe we even have to do an episode about being single during the holidays. But if you've been following us and you're joining us on the new truth rampage of the old paradigm of love, you know how much we love you. You know how much we're passionate about this. And we know how much pain some of you might be in right now, being single during the holidays, being single at all. And we really, really, really want to empower you on how to freaking feel amazing, not only during this time and not only how to deal with really crazy family members that say stupid shit to you about not being in a relationship or not having the white picket fence or babies by now and how you can take your power back in your life and really find some, you know, comfort and beauty and magic during this time. And if you're listening to this episode in 2020, we know that this has been one freaking hell of a year. And so we're sending you so much love for that. And it's so interesting, Kate, actually, as we're coming into this episode, I was thinking about how um, Jamie and I actually broke up for the final time in November of 2013. And so that Christmas, I really was locked. I was locked in my room, crying my eyes out, I didn't spend any time with my family. I mean, I was like under the bed reading mm -hmm. Pima Children's book, When Things Fall Apart. That was like the only book that kept me afloat um, during my horrendous breakup because we really were done. Um, mm -hmm. And I was in so much grief, convinced that I would never ever find love, never feel happy again. And then five months later, I was in Hawaii having the time of my life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like um, that's, not, you know, not to say that anything should have been different, but I want to validate, like, we get it. We get that you're in pain and there is another way. And that's what this episode and the whole freaking podcast is about. <laughs> is about. So what do you want to say as we come into this episode today? Um, well, interestingly enough, I watched a, a romantic comedy movie yesterday I don't even think it was a Christmas movie, but I got my moon cycle a week or not a week early, three days early. And I decided um, I, w I had a really bad headache and I was like, okay, I'm going to cancel some of my calls and just take care of myself. And so I was watching a romantic comedy and it was um, with Diane Keaton and um, Mandy Moore. Do you know that movie? Because it's I called, so. yes, I'd never <laughs> seen it before. Oh, wow. I'd never seen and I was like, I, I was like, oh my God, it's, I mean, if you haven't seen it before, it's like this crazy mom who's insane, like 
she's projecting her own life story and her own pain of being on her own. And there's a difference between being single and being alone and shut down from love. Just mm-hmm. being a sovereign being with your heart open, who's who has a very full life and is still open to it is different than a woman like her who's completely went through a divorce, locked it down, guarded, shut down, never wants love again. And then her daughters both get married. And then her third daughter has unluck or doesn't have the best luck with love. So she starts to control the situation and she tries to find a guy for her. And it's, it's, oh my God, so painful to watch. (laughs) And, um, but I'm watching that movie and I, I, was it in that movie or another one, but like uh, that I watched yesterday, something about when they keep talking about how romantic the holidays are. And I was like, maybe it wasn't in that one. It wasn't anyways, watched a couple yesterday, but we'll come back (laughs) to that one. But <laughs> let's be honest, it was moon, moon time day. Um, but but the idea that Christmas is the most like romantic time of year and that um, like so many more, like the most engagements in the year happen at Christmas time. And it's just like glorified. Every single Christmas movie says Christmas is the most romantic time of year. Love Actually says that. Every Christmas movie says that. They're like, except maybe Die Hard. Um, they're like... <laughs> It's the most romantic time of the year. Oh, la la la. And like skating with your partner and doing this and doing that and doing the other. But why? I'm like, why? It, it, it's actually a magical time of year for the innocence in every single one of us. Um, it's a magical time of year for us to connect with the magic, the wonder, the beauty, the spark. I have my Christmas tree up already and it's still November and like the sparkles and the lights and the music and the like, it's, it's a sweet time to connect with our hearts. If we don't have like Christmas trauma, those of you who hate Christmas, you, (laughs) that's usually due to Christmas trauma from childhood, but it's, it's a magical time of year for ourselves. Like, why is it romantic? Who decided that? Who made up that story? And the, the truth is, that a lot of people who are in relationships have a shitty time at Christmas. They have a shitty time at Christmas because they're both super busy trying to get work wrapped up for the year, working really hard, working on overdot, trying to get all these presents, trying to do all these things. And it's the December is, I think, also known as the most stressful month of the year. And then you put stress into a relationship and especially like stress into a relationship with kids, like we're glorifying this time of year and saying it's the most romantic time of year, but probably most people are miserable during this time of year because they're so caught up in the idea of it and what it looks like and what they're supposed to do and what, like they're so wrapped up in this notion that they miss out on the romance of it. And like romance can be experienced when you're by yourself. Romance can be experienced when you're with your girlfriends going to the Christmas train or, or going for a walk through the streets with the lights or going caroling or whatever. Like you can do, you can have that experience of, of romance and fun anytime. And yet Hollywood and Disney and all these things have made it only available in relationship and only available at this time of year. But then if we actually truly go into people's homes and look at how romantic they are during the holidays, how happy they actually are and how connected they are and how much intimacy they're experiencing, it's probably going to be way lower than normal. It's probably going to be the most fights happen in December because people are stressed out the most, like the least amount of sex happens, like because, because of the stress. So Nothing has meaning except the meaning we give it. And we just like, it's just another way that we put fantasy over 
everything. We like keep ourselves in this illusion that, oh my God, I'm single in the holidays and I've got to have a partner that I bring with me so that everybody else approves of me. Like if you're still giving a shit what everyone else thinks of you, you're missing the mark. It is not about other people and they don't care as much as you think they care. They care because of their own their own illusions that they have about love and relationships and women being single. And anyways, I've, I've gone many places in this, but yeah, I have a lot to it's say. It's so good. It's so good. This needed to be said about the pressure during the holidays. And that's why we wanted to do this episode because there's already pressure enough. Like I'm thinking about just like being single on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. you know, the waking night. up and, and, and how intense that is, but it's so important for us to address all the stories about the holidays, because I also have a lot of clients who are navigating, not a picture perfect family, like mm-hmm. clients who are not only choosing to not spend time with their family because of COVID, but because the family's actually toxic for them. You know, like we have to really get, like, I love that you brought this because this isn't where I was going to go that story about what's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. right? There is a story about everything. There's a story everything. about what kind of totally. family I'm supposed to have, what kind of partnership I'm supposed to have. How and at the root of it, oh everything. my God, I do have to say, I am happy. My husband did not propose during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Hats off to all the people who maybe got engaged, but it was too cliche for me. Um, but this place of what are the stories that I want to tell myself about my freaking life? Cause you are a hundred percent in charge of that. And yes. that Christmas, when I was crying myself to sleep for the entire week and guess what? Abandoned myself the whole time because mm-hmm. my partner was no longer in my life. And I made my entire life about him so much so that I missed out on all of the magic and wonder that was actually happening in my life at that time, hiding in my room instead of being with my family right? Like that's the worst of the breakup. So if you haven't listened to our breakup and breakthroughs, maybe you're going through a breakup during the holidays, or now you're single and you didn't expect to be during the holidays, go listen to our episodes on that. But it, at the root of this, it starts with you are not alone. Mm -hmm. I'm alone is the biggest lie that you are walking around with. And the chase for a partnership is a chase for spirituality. If you don't have spiritual practice in your life, if you are not connecting with the love that you are, no partner can give that to you. But that's what everyone's chasing. And then the worst of it is we say, I don't wanna be single during the holidays, that you're willing to settle in a bullshit relationship or with someone who actually doesn't make you happy so you can put on a show with your family. You are not powerless right? You actually have the power to create amazing partnership. But if you are behaving from I'm powerless, I'm alone, woe is me because I don't have a relationship, you can't possibly know the gift and the magic that a relationship could offer you because it's someone else's job right now to make you happy. If you haven't already listened to the episode of what to say when people say, why are you still single? This is something I'm also fired up about is it's actually up to you to teach people how to treat you. So Mm -hmm. if you're worried about family members, you actually have to say to them, please don't make a comment about my love life when I'm with Mm -hmm. you. You have to set it up and it's not okay. So this morning, a client sent me a little thing on Instagram and it said, parents, Please stop wishing for your daughter to be in an unhappy marriage rather than um, happily single. 
And yes. so I, I'm very, very lucky that my, I did not grow up with family members that were in my face about being in a partnership. Like my mom never did that, but I do have clients whose mothers talk to them like that yes. and it's not okay. And yes, it is unfair that it has to be you to teach her that it's not okay, but this is what being a sovereign being is. You teach people what they can and cannot say to you. You teach people how to treat you. You have to set the boundaries and then the consequence, which is, you know what, mom, it's actually no longer okay for you to say that to me. And if you do it again, I'm not going to be able to spend time with you. That's yeah. what a boundary sounds like. Right? You don't have to put her down. You don't have to get all fired up and mean. But you know what? If it creates pain for you, and actually it does, because someone in your face all the time about why you're still single or why you, you know, another holiday without someone, your path is perfect. It's not supposed to look like anybody else's. And yes, there are hundreds of thousands of people all around the world that are saying yes to people they don't actually want to marry because of the pressure to get married. But we're going to break all this shame right now around being single in the holidays. And you actually have to train yourself to look for the magic. And I love what you said about romance, because this is something I keep coming back to. The Course in Miracles says we have to make our friendships more romantic and our romantic relationships more friendly. Having mm -hmm. romance in your life, this is something, I mean, you live this. You just are this. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're probably a four on the Enneagram, the romantic but it is like, instead of, oh, woe is me, it's like, how do I bring magic to my life? How Maybe I'll take my friends on a date. Like, imagine if girlfriends did that with each other of like, hey, I have a holiday surprise for you. I'm going to take you on a date. That yeah. would be, that's amazing. And especially yeah. at the, right now, after freaking 2020, like romance, maybe yes. have have a, a Zoom party with all of your girlfriends and one person at a time, you just shower her with appreciation and magic and the gifts that she brings to your life, right? Everyone would be flying high after something like that and not worried about being single. That's I learning how to that. love each other, giving love to each other, being right? Love, this giving love, totally. Yes, this isn't the Hallmark holiday, right? No. And, and we have a projection about what it should be, but then we don't know how to do that yeah. for ourselves. Yes, I love that so much. Be the love, give the love, create the love that you, whatever you think you're gonna get from a relationship, create that and cultivate that within yourself and within your life. Ultimately, first of all, you're gonna be way more attractive when you're when you feel connected to that without having a partner rather than feeling this needy energy that's of, I goodness. need a partner to fill something in me. That's the most repelling perfume that you can wear. So start to like cultivate this energy in every area of your life. And I think the holidays is the best time for that. Like, even if you're bitter about the holidays, start to change your attitude about it and start to look through the lens of like the eyes of who you, of you, you, the little girl inside of you. And like, what do you love about it? Okay. Like you focus on the stress and the and the annoying things, but what do you love about it? The wonder, the beauty, the the connected, the interconnectedness of people and how people walk by and talk to strangers and say, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Like that doesn't happen all year round. And so like, what are the things that you can lean into and enjoy about it and, and create that experience for yourself? Like, I hope you're getting by now that like, everything we're everything you're sitting there waiting for the majority of it is a fantasy because that person is not going to bring you anything that person's going to activate pleasure in you at first and many times throughout the relationship and they're also going to activate a fuck ton of pain so like when you're single 
you like, you're still going to be activated by other people, but when you get into a relationship there, there's, there's going to be benefits and, 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 um, challenges to both sides. So bask in the time that you have right now, even if you've been single for five years or 10 years is like, actually, how have you been single? Start to ask yourself that question. You've been single up until now, but how have you been single? Have you been single and complaining about it? Have you been single and shut down and walking through the world with your heart fucking closed, which is means you're ripping yourself off from feeling your heart and how beautiful it is. Have you been single and holding on to the story that you're going to be single forever? Have you been single and desperately chasing guys and getting ghosted over and over again or staying hooked into narcissists or like start to unpack, wait, how have I done this single adventure so far? And like, how could I start to do it differently and change my relationship with it? Ultimately, if you're, and, and coming back to like Christmas dinners and um, I mean, it's COVID, so God, who knows what's going to happen. Maybe Christmas dinner is going to be on Zoom. Um, maybe it's going to be in person, but but when you're on, when you're experiencing the holiday, or maybe it's Hanukkah for you, but when you're experiencing the holidays, um, if you're if your happiness and your inner experience is dictated by other people's perceptions and opinions of you ever, not just in the holidays, in life, you are setting yourself up for a shitty life. You're setting yourself up. You can never, ever, ever please everyone around you because everyone around you is in their own experience, trying to please everyone around them and trying to like, we're all just judging ourselves and judging each other when we're operating from that saboteur frequency but ultimately the only thing that matters in your life is how you feel other people's opinions don't matter so before you go to christmas dinner get revved up spend the month lighting yourself up doing things that feel good surrounding yourself with the, with people that feel amazing go to christmas dinner and if someone says to you hey are you still on the market are you still single how are you still single say yeah i'm loving my life oh my gosh i'm dating my friends i'm dating myself i'm dating all these guys on the side too I have a great life. I feel deeply fulfilled. How's your relationship? How are you? Right? How, how can they how can they compete with that? Someone who's probably in a repressed relationship hears you talk about how amazing it is to be a sovereign soul, to have all these amazing like getting to date multiple guys and getting to have these beautiful times with your friends and getting to have all this freedom and space for yourself to cultivate these new experiences and new, new touch on new parts of yourself. Like you, you have way more power when you're on your own. There's way more space in your life to create more. So create more and then walk into that dinner. So fucking lit up that they think you're in love with someone and tell them like that woman who posted on the new truth. We had a woman post about this the other day. Her friends started saying like, you seem so happy. It's like you're in love. And she said, no, I'm just in love with my life. Like she'd created that feeling of being in love with life. Be that person at Christmas dinner who doesn't have a date, who isn't collapsing when people ask that question, but who's actually proudly celebrating. I love my life. Here's all the things that are amazing about it. How's your life? How are you feeling? So good. So good. And yes, if you're not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, come join us over there because this is, of course, the space to start sharing and celebrating how you're navigating this time, your thoughts about every episode, and hear that there's other women that are choosing to rise above the old paradigm right along with you. 
And gosh, there just is nothing more threatening to patriarchy and to our BS culture than a woman who is lit up in love with herself, a woman who's not chasing partnership. And most of all, what you just said, because this is actually a symptom of codependency, this is a symptom of a lost sense of self, is if what other people think about you or their perceptions of you dictate how you show up in the world. And that is quite possibly the most important step a woman can take. So I love that you named it that way, like really brought light to that because this is Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. If you haven't read it that read that yet, that's your holiday. You know, that's what you are meant to do for these next couple of weeks is really consider, I mean, why this time is powerful is because it's also reflection time, right? If you And hopefully you cultivate this practice now that you're going to have forever, right? You and I are always like, what's going on for you this month? What are your intentions this month? What are your goals this month? But this is a time to say, you know, yeah, how do I want to live my life? How do I want to show up for myself? Like, this is the time when people start investing in themselves to say, I want next year to be different. You also might be sitting with like, how I might need some witnessing around the grief of this year, because maybe some of you are having gatherings and there's a family member that's now not with you, right? Like this is bigger than just being single. This is who do I want to be in the world? Do I want to keep feeling like crap about myself or do I want to fall in love with myself and bring my light and magic and generosity to the planet? Because that's what's going to heal the planet. That's what heals each other. One partner is not God, but we're all looking for God in a relationship. And I get that it's not the same to, to be have hugs from people and to be touched and to have someone to go through life with. But you know what? If you haven't settled, hats off to you. If you're not walking around right now making a life-changing decision, like getting married to someone you don't want to get married to, right? We celebrate you. And you know what? If maybe this year you're, how about this time you could be recently single and maybe celebrating, like, thank God I didn't end up with someone who didn't want to be with me. But thank God I didn't end up in a relationship where I feel like I have to shut down who I am in order to be happy. Or if they put on a performance for other people in my family to feel happy mm-hmm. rather than I'm learning how to make myself happy. And I really woke up with this um, thought today at preparing for this episode. You know, self-love is about doing things for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the woman who commented in the New Tooth Movement group about feeling so lit up, what she also said is I have been so devoted to filling myself up and mm-hmm. taking care of myself. You actually are repellent when you're on empty, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't if you're married. attract even love. If you're right? married. That's, exactly. when, that's why people stop having sex. Exactly. So much because they think that the, the, in the beginning, it's like, oh, this person made me feel so amazing. And now the expectation is that that person is going to make you feel amazing forever. And it's not going to happen. So like this time is such a setup for your whole entire life, for every relationship you ever get in for the rest of your life, you're setting it up for success by learning how to fuel yourself, how to fill yourself up and how to honor and devote yourself to yourself, whether you're single or in a relationship. Right. Take responsibility for yourself. That's the most attractive thing that you could possibly do. And it is, if you're in your power, you're going to 
track someone who's also in their power, right? If you're in your wounded self, chances are you're going to end up with somebody who also doesn't feel good about themselves and needs you to make them happy. And then around and around you go, and that's probably not going to feel good. And so I, you know, we are with you. The pain is not your fault, but guess what? We're your little relationship coaches here, giving you a little pep talk to put your big girl panties on and you can change your life because I know, I mean, Kate and I were both fantasy addicts. Like we're not preaching from the top of a mountain here. Like we don't know what it's like to be at the bottom of the mountain. We were, we were. And that's why we're so passionate because you know what? We walked the path to change the story and then could see from the outside, like, wait a second, we were freaking set up to feel like that as women and no more. And we guarantee, we have no doubt that right now you have a ton of things to be appreciative of and grateful for. And I bet you have people in your life that really love you. And guess what? There are things that you can do to attract a high quality partner. You're not in the passenger seat of your love life. You're not in a hope and a wish that it happens for you. It's about the choices you want to make for yourself. And when you love yourself, you set high standards for yourself and you don't sit there wishing and hoping that a partnership magically happens. You become the active creator of your life. You teach people how to treat you decide that you're going to have a great holiday season and decide who you want to be in 2021 and decide that you're not going to live the story of the powerless woman anymore. And you're going to put that down. You're going to bury that shit. And this is how we fucking break patriarchy. And this is how we break free from the matrix. And all, all of this bullshit is we be the ones at Christmas dinner that are owning all of who we are, that are celebrating all of the things that other women are hiding or repressing or ashamed of or embarrassed of that we are shining the light on it. And we are letting people in and we are celebrating it. So celebrate your singleness, celebrate your sovereignty, celebrate your freedom, celebrate your ability to be all of who you are. And then when you get into a relationship or you attract someone, the practice is bringing all of who you are. And if they meet you there and they love and adore all of who you are and they show up fully and they accept you and don't try and repress you or shut you down or whatever, then you, you, then it's actually aligned, but the practice is now you get it in your bones, in your cells, in your DNA. Now you're re you're rewiring your entire family system. This is no joke. Your soul is here to do it. And we know that because you're here and you're listening, which means your soul is meant for much bigger love that could never be found in a fairy tale that could never be found in a fantasy wedding or a fantasy engagement or that the love we're talking about is a love within yourself that is unfucking touchable. And that's what we want you to experience. And when you live from there, you are the magic and here's an offering Go be in the world, helping other people feel good about themselves. Like, just try that on. If you made your focus and attention to have other people feel loved and you talk to your friends from an empowering place, reminding them how magical they are, telling them how much you appreciate about them, deciding together that you're going to have an amazing season and take each other out on dates and send each other cards and help and have each cuddle other party, happy. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle parties, parties and snuggling and tickling my girlfriends 
we all do that. We have movie nights and like we're all snuggling and tickling and and setting intentions and crying about our blocks. Yeah. And this happened last Friday. And then we were <laughs> randomly watching like sex clips from movies, like the hottest sex clips from movies. <laughs> like, it was the most <laughs> random random magical night but like you can create this with your friends you can create this with your sisterhood and And create sisterhood first don't stop looking for someone to be at all because they can't and it and you and it will not bring you to yourself it just won't and may you decide right now who you want to be who you want to be this season how you want to talk about your love life because that is all up to you we promise circumstances don't have to dictate who you are may you love exactly where you are exactly how you're feeling and remember the choices that we remind you of the choices that you have so Exactly. We love you. Thank you for being with us on the New Truth Podcast. We cannot believe that this is episode 49 and we actually have the most amazing interviews coming up for you uh, this holiday season. So we hope that brings you so much joy and magic. And again, if you're not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, that's a group of women committed to living in the new paradigm of love and life. If you need support, if you want to celebrate with other people. If you want to talk about how you're, you know, navigating this season, generosity is really the key. Like you open your heart day by day, bringing the love and being that which you are seeking. And that's how the magic happens. So thank you for your support. Can't believe we're almost at a year of this epic podcast. I love you, Kate, so much. I love you so much. much. I'm so proud of us. And we appreciate all of you, all of the reviews, right? Leaving a five-star review makes a big difference. We know there's a ton of relationship podcasts out there. So we so appreciate your love for us and sharing these episodes with your friends. And we also have in the group, if you have questions about things you want to hear or people you want to interview, want us to interview, tell us. We love that so much. We're here for you and we'll see you soon. Yes. Much love. Happy holidays.